Welcome, guys, to the 309 Outdoors podcast. This is our second episode here. I've got Wade Souter and Spencer Smith with me. Uh, they kicked off the first podcast there, and they're the two buck of the or big buck contest winners. And uh, a couple things that we didn't really get to talk about in the last one, we got to hear your guys' stories, but we really didn't get to get into other things like setups and your, your sta- tree stands and um, what bows you use, different, different things like that. So wanted to kind of kick it off with you guys about your setups and we'll once again start with second place uh wade you wanna okay yeah good to be back bit. good to be back 309 outdoors yeah. podcast yeah so i guess this year i bought a whole new bow setup and i had lost a lot of confidence in my prior setup because i had a pretty significant buck walk under my stand go to release the arrow String comes off the cam, and that's about the most devastating Mm -hmm. thing that you can run into. So went to Presley's in Bartonville and got the new, at that time, Matthews VXR set all up, new one-pin sight, um, and just a, that thing's just a tack driver. I mean, it just shoots so good. It's set up, the the sight's a fuse one-pin sight. It sets up really easy, and you got to dial it into 60 or 20 yards and then out to 60, and then you put your tape on there and... Um, I just really like how it's, it's very vibrate, vibration free, dead in hand, sure. um, quiet. So maybe that's a good spot to start off. Let's start off with bows. Let's talk bows. Okay. Cause I know obviously Wade, you and I, we shoot Matthews Yep. and, um, Spencer, you shoot prime. Is that correct? I do. Okay. I do. So quad cam. It right? is the quad cam. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so Wade, tell me this: your other bow was also a Matthews. It was up, right. Yep, it was. So, did you think about switching, or or what's what draws you to Matthews? So, I didn't think about switching because it was an old Matthews Z7 Magnum, and so that had the old solo cam system mm-hmm. on the top, yep. and the new Matthews has with their Halon series. They brought out that cross centric cam system, and the draw on that is just super smooth. I just after my buddy had two of my buddies have the Triax, which was kind of yep. a really award-winning bow for Matthews. Um, it's smaller ATA. That one's I think 27. Mine is the 28, which I like. Not a lot of people like short bows mm-hmm. um, because because I have a 29-inch draw, so they think that's a weird angle. But me personally, I really like it. I like how it moves. I like how it fits in my hand. Um, they had re-engineered the grip on mm-hmm. this particular. Matthews. So the Z7 had like this old big wood grip and my hands aren't the biggest hands in the world. So like to, to get it comfortable, it was difficult. Mm-hmm. So since they re-engineered this grip, even from the Triax, and I think you have the Vertex mm-hmm. and they even re-engineered it from the Vertex and into the VXR, which I have. And it really just fits my hand really good. So at long story short, no, I did not think about switching from Matthews just because the Triax was such an award-winning bow, and this is just a two generations better than mm-hmm. that really awesome design. And it, it's different enough from... Because that Z7, that was early 2000s bow, mm-hmm. and that technology's really come a long way since then. So, And I just... 
I really like how they look. I really like how they shoot. Yeah. And they're super fast. They're yeah. really fast without any vibration, which is kind of hard to come by. Yeah. And Spencer, the prime bows, give us a little bit on that. Yeah. I actually used to, so I started out, my first bow was a Hoyt, I think like a Z700 or something. Mm-hmm. Bought it used at Select Archery in Bloomington. Mm-hmm. Um, I shoot left-handed, so, you know, that, that cuts out about three-quarters of the market right there um, of finding stuff, and especially if you're looking for a used bow, a little more unique. Um, started out with that, that Z700 or whatever it was. Shot that, um, killed my first buck with that, um, and then knew it was kind of time to upgrade because it was worn down, needed a new string, and I was like, you know what, probably just making some money now. Why don't we just buy something new? Um, was at Shields, and they had a left-handed Matthews no-cam on sale. That was like a year-old, whatever Matthews came out without after the no after the no-cam um, it was that was the new bow for the year. So the no cam left handed been sitting there. They marked it down to like four or five hundred bucks or something. Brand Scary new bow deal. just just sitting there on the shelf. It's just been sitting there at Shields. And so I jumped on it, bought that. Um, they set it up for me and everything. Killed a, killed uh, that other deer with it, and um, shot that for a few years. And then actually, uh, the way that I got into Prime, I actually won a Instagram giveaway. No I, can't, I can't make this up. You know, you <laughs> no see, joke. yeah, you see those, okay. you see those on Instagram, like, oh, we're doing a giveaway, this and that. So Sam Saholt, um, I follow him. He's a photographer in the hunting industry. He's the guy with um, the bus, right? Yep, he's got yeah, the public, public land, land bus. Yep, That's public right. Land yeah. tees, public land bus. Sam does some awesome work out west. And um, I've chatted with him a few times uh, just over Messenger and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's he's super happy to answer questions or whatever it is. Because I enjoy taking pictures out in the field and stuff. And been trying to get into that. And he did a, a giveaway teamed up with Sitka, Prime, and Vortex. Oh, wow. Yeah. So That's, I, a, I, That's know, a trifecta right yeah, there. Yeah, so swipe up. Here we go. I'm, I swiped up and signed up and everything. And, and honestly forgot about it. It was like maybe January, February, and I get this email from him, or he posted, no, he posted on a story, and it goes, congratulations, Spencer S., on winning the 2020 giveaway. Your first place prize is uh, a Vortex package, um, a Sitka item, and a brand new bow of choice from Prime Archery. And I'm like, what? So then all of a sudden, my messages blows up with him, and uh, he's like, hey, they're going to follow up with you, yada, 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 and I'm just thanking him up and down. And uh, still didn't really believe it, you know, like, mm-hmm. okay. So then I get an email from a guy at Prime. I get an email from a guy at Vortex, and I got an email from a guy at Sitka. And they're <laughs> like, hey, just what size do you wear in Sitka? We're going to send you something. I'm like, well, shit. So I ran to the store and tried something on because I didn't know if I was large or XL. Yeah. Um, ended up getting an XL. They sent me a vest, a uh, Kelvin Light vest in uh, whatever the uh, mountain. It's the green Subalpine, yeah, I think sub-alpine. it is. Yeah. Yep, yep. Thanks, Wade. So got a subalpine vest uh, in the Kelvin light, and then um, got a vortex package. And I didn't know what the vortex package was. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, maybe they're sending me like a just a diamondback scope or a crossfire scope or something. You know, just a real simple. So all of a sudden, it shows up at the house, and I open this box up, and I mean, I'm just unpacking a brand new pair of uh, binos, uh, a brand new rangefinder. No kidding. Um, what else do I get from Vortex? I think something else in there too. 
and ended up getting i mean and i already had vortex binoculars which if you know vortex has their lifetime warranty yeah. it's phenomenal. so i was like i don't need to go buy another pair well this was like their premium line of binoculars and rangefinder and everything else i'll be honest with you guys I've never used them. What they okay. sit on the they sit on the shelf here. I've got good Vortex binoculars that work. I've got a Nikon rangefinder that works. I just they've always worked for me. That's what I use. And when those finally take a dump, I'll send them in to Vortex for new ones, and I'll switch to these. Like I've thought about selling them and stuff, but it's like you want it, just hang on right. to it. If if somebody else goes with me, like here I've got an extra set of binos, I've got an extra rangefinder, whatever it is. So they're literally sitting on the shelf over there. Have, hey, I think, haven't used them. I think uh, when we leave here today, when you're looking the other way, <laughs> I might uh, have some sticky fingers here. Or yeah. <laughs> so um, so I got that from Vortex. And then um, the guy from Prime's like, send me your specs. Like, take a pic of any bow you want off our website. Send me your specs and we'll, we'll ship it to you. Color, all that, cams, whatever you want. So I went to Shields and I was like, hey, I won... Believe me or not, I want to give away. They said, send me your specs and this. So I'm like, I need fitted for a bow. So the guy there uh, was super helpful. Um, took my measurements, let me shoot some bows with some different poundage. Um, Prime actually offers a 65-pound uh, draw weight bow okay. instead of just like 60, 70, 80. Mm -hmm. So I went with the 65 because anymore, I feel like a lot of these bows are all fast. They're all fast. They're all very accurate. Yep. I mean, I think in today's world, this is just me. I think we're splitting hairs on on some of these new bows. Um, the one thing that Prime on their on their, um, I end up getting a CT3. It's a Prime Logic CT3. They don't offer it anymore. They actually swapped it out with I think the Nexus line, but they ran that in 2018, 19, and I want to say the beginning of 20. They started with the, they had the, the CT3, CT5, and CT7, I think. And so I went with the CT3, which was the flagship bow. It's a $1,000 bow retail. And sent them my draw weight measurements. It's like an 85-pound let off. Um, it's got that quad cam mm -hmm. system on it. And uh, chose it. You could pick any color of camo you wanted. And I was like, you know, every bow is camo. So I got just a solid mossy green color mm -hmm. in mine. Same with the cam yeah, colors. Cool. Um, did that because I thought that was kind of neat. And uh, literally slapped my uh, Trophy Ridge 5-pin React Pro sight on it and have my release. And there you go. I threw a uh, – I think I bought a Matthews uh, rest, drop-away rest. I threw mm -hmm. on there that I bought. Um, it's like 150 bucks, but – I've uh, been really satisfied with that, and uh, that's that's my setup. I, I won the bow, so kind of awesome. rare. I ended up selling my no-cam. I traded in at Select Archery for a Yeti cooler. So oh, <laughs> hey, there <laughs> so you go. Went over there and uh, talked to Daryl, and Daryl was like, yeah, I'll just – here's a, I got. I said, what do you know about that Yeti 45 cooler over there on the floor? He's like, you got some interest? I said, what do you want for it? I'll take your bow for a trade-in. I was like, sounds good. And then he, he threw in uh, – shoot, I can't even think of the brand, but I've got a uh, – a real nice uh, quiver as well that he threw on there for me. And, okay, uh, very cool. So I'm pretty well set up. Yeah, I, I have that's like awesome. no need to buy a new bow or anything. And you're set for a while. Yeah, it makes you almost not want to go buy a new one. You'll no, just probably ride and, that thing till. Yeah, and Prime actually offers uh, lifetime strings. So like, oh, if my okay, string nice. breaks, send it in. They'll send me a new string. Um, or I don't know if you send a bow in, or they just send you a new string and you can put it on. But that's pretty sweet. Okay. So I, I really, you know. I'll shoot this probably as long yeah. as I want. And the thing with Prime that they say is their bows are perfectly balanced, they say, vertically. 
So um, when that arrow rests on where your grip is, it's actually right in the middle of the bow. So they say some bows in the industry is a little bit offset. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not right in the middle. If you look between those quad cams, the two at the top, two at the bottom, and you have a bow, you have an arrow knocked, it should be a straight line, okay. right mm -hmm. in line with your string. So, And they say the quad cam keeps it from twerking a little bit, like just right. twisting at the top and the bottom. Yep. I don't know. It's you Well, know, that's so. – Prime is always kind of known for their accuracy. Right. So that – kind of makes sense that you know because you get a little bit of that string torque one yep. way or the other depending yep. on and it probably helps it's more forgiving as a shooter absolutely in a way absolutely so i've i've been really satisfied with it um i took a doe two years ago with it and then i took my buck that one buck of the week this year um with it as well and maybe that's why i shot through that tight window was yeah I was, you right. know you trust the system you're shooting yeah. and everything but been really pleased i've pushed it out to 50 yards um 60 yards and i'm not the best shooter at 50 60 you know my range is probably caps out at 40 mm -hmm. but um it's just it's it's fun to shoot it's got great let off and it's a nice bow yeah, yeah. And, and one thing you just said which i i want to touch on and wade i think you can expand on this too um at the end of the day bows have come a long way mm -hmm. um even in the last five six um, five to ten years just call it and they're so good right now you're like spencer said you're kind of splitting hairs with some of these these nicer bows but at the end of the day you got to be comfortable with what you're shooting if you have the confidence, like Spencer, you had the confidence in that tight window uh, to, you know, net, thread the needle and get it done. And Wade, I know yep. after you had your bow blow up, you probably, your confidence was probably waning with that a little bit. And getting that new setup, getting dialed in with it. Because in the moment, the last thing you want to be thinking about is, is something going to go wrong with my bow? Or, or am I going to be able to make this shot? Yep. I mean, that's got to be second nature. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, the, I had to fit a quartering away shot into my buck and so just having that's not an easy shot to make but um just having that supreme confidence in the bow mm -hmm. is it, it's it just you don't have to think about it you just pull it back and you're like i know you let that pin just set in yep and then it just on my bow it just you get locked in and it just sits yep and it doesn't move mm -hmm. and it's like that back wall on it the back solid. wall yes yeah. absolutely so like with the older matthews i had with that solo cam up top you're you're moving you're moving around a lot and you're just trying to you're really it actually makes you a better shooter because like before i was floating and pulling mm -hmm. floating and pulling now i'm like picking my spot and i'm i say i'm sniping you know it's like <laughs> no. it's like it's like i can and i was just i was shooting in my basement before i came over here today and you know i'm it's obviously only like 20 yards but i'm like touching arrows with yeah. ease and it's not even anything yep. that you're even thinking about mm -hmm. and that's what they say prime's back wall and I've noticed this because I shot that no cam from Matthews, mm -hmm. which is a unique setup. I, I think that was pretty innovative of them. But you get – you know how when, you, when you've when you got a cam and you get to that breaking point where it takes that let off mm -hmm. on um, when in that no cam situation, it, you never really felt that, I guess. Mm -hmm. You don't have that like you get over the mountain piece of like, okay, now the let off's off. So it, it just was one of those where it just it kind of stayed on, and then when you got to your back wall, it was pretty solid. Mm -hmm. But when I switched to the Prime, it's got very defined cams. Um, the let off, I, like I said, it's eighty five percent. I think it it just it's you can sit back there all day. You just anchor so you, back, yeah. yeah you yep. could be anchored back for two or three minutes. I mean, I would feel confident holding it there. So mm -hmm. just nice to know that that your well in those that. high pressure high pressure situations too. 
I mean, you're sitting there and you're all torn up because you got a giant walking towards you. You don't want your bow to be wanting to run on you. Mm-hmm. You know, once you get it back and it's back, you know, then you can just concentrate on making your shot. You don't have to worry about it. Oh, it's wanting to pull. It's wanting to run, which lets you shoot higher weight if you want to. I actually was shooting 70 pounds with the other Matthews. This one, I put it back to about 64. Oh, really? And I feel like I'm a better shot for it. I mean, I'm still shooting over 300 FPS with it. So, I mean, you that's like ridiculously fast. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. So that's, and I don't want to jump you, Mason. You, you talked about FPS and everything like that. When you guys are, and I don't want to totally change subjects, when you guys are sighting in your bow mm-hmm. or setting it up, setting something new up, are you paper tuning or are you just trusting your shooting out in the backyard at your 3D target or whatever it is? Starting out, first bow ever, it was just old school, go out back and just figure it out and, and sight it in. Uh, when I switched to a single pin sight, um, I did shoot through paper and and. For me, it was the convenience, it was the simplicity. You kind of get a good starting point to go from and fine-tune from there. I remember trying to set up uh, my first site just out in the backyard, and it took me way longer than it probably should have. You know, But I didn't really know what I was doing and, and just messing with it. So, uh, yeah, I shoot through paper. Um, I One thing I'm really missing, you know, select archery is no more. These bow shops are, you know, they're just slowly kind of dying out. And... Uh, I think it's going to get to a point because I personally, you guys might be more knowledgeable with bows and really get in and tinker with them. I'm, I'm really, I'm not an expert in that space and I don't, I don't try to be, I don't try to profess to be, I really, you know, rely on like a Presley's or select yeah. archery to help yeah. me out. I agree. Like I don't, I want someone who has worked on this before. I'm not taking anything off my bow. I'm not putting anything on my bow. I'm just not confident enough to do that. Right. So I want someone who knows yeah that could do it and honestly at presley's i'll only go in there if there's a select couple guys behind the counter sure just because you have more confidence in some people other over than others Mm -hmm. i mean i think you just and that's just that's a testament to them Mm -hmm. that they're you trust them to yeah they're knowledgeable they know what they're doing yep Um, absolutely that's like when i got my prime um daryl was a prime dealer there at select and so luckily i was able to slide in there before he closed up shop Mm -hmm. but i know he's still working out of his garage i think doing some stuff if you wanted to go over Mm -hmm. i don't know that he's selling a lot of stuff but if you want him to work on our tuners or whatever and i i took it into i literally took it in the box they ship it shipped it to me in and i said daryl i just got this can you set it up for me yep what do you want and i mean i said just do whatever you need to do i mean he was you know when you when you put your peep sight on there he's melting everything just i mean i don't have the confidence in myself to do that maybe i should um just being a a hunter my my brother-in-law just and and if he's listening to this he will just chuckle and laugh but he's he's an engineer he's very analytical Mm -hmm. and he loves tinkering with his bow with his arrows He'll put counterbalance weights on his on his arrows. I mean, different tips. He'll try a lot of different things. And I'm the exact opposite. I mean, I'm not as analytical as he is. And um, maybe I need to be. Maybe I need to dive in a little deeper on what, how how to do those things. How to how to tune my bow better. Because a lot of mine's just honestly going in the backyard and shooting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. I'm. I think as my career has progressed, I guess I've become more. Like I know what I I can kind of know what I'm talking about. I just it's actually going and putting my hands on it and, and doing it where I'm just kind of a little bit still skeptical of doing that. But I'm pretty comfortable with moving my sight around now. I mean, 
when, oh, you're, yeah. when you're kind of forced to go and do that. I mean, that's because sighting in a one pin site is kind of a unique, unique thing because you really you get your twenty, yep. and then you have to go out to sixty. And shooting sixty when you're not shooting sixty and getting it pretty dang close, that's, that can be difficult. Yeah, that was some yeah. frustrating evenings for me. Oh, I bet to get it all tuned in. What do you shoot, Mason? I don't know if you spoke to what what your setup is, sight, yeah. everything like that. Um, so I shoot a ver- Matthews Vertex, and um, before that, it was uh, my first bow. I've only had two bows, and I shoot lefty as well, Spencer. Lefties do it right. Glad to hear yeah. I'm not alone. <laughs> Wade, you are now the outcast. <laughs> exactly, but um, the Hoyt Maxis that I shot before, just the, the the technology advancement when I went to this Vertex, it's so much quieter, smoother. And I, I was comfortable with my Hoyt uh, before that. But um, the Matthews, like I said, I just love how everything that you guys have just talked about, how it anchors back, how it sets, how, how steady I feel with it. And I'm comfortable out to, you know, 40 yards easily. Um, I don't really like to go out beyond that much. But uh, it's just how they've come along and just how great the bows are now in terms of what they offer it just can't compare to what it was with even my first bow, and it was a great bow. So um, I shoot a, a single-pin HHA sight and love it. Um, obviously, I hunt, you know, the same setups. You know, I'm not a public ground hunter as much or anything like that. So I have landmarks where I sit. I know what my ranges are. I know how a deer's probably working through. Um, so I can I can adjust on the fly with that. I know, hey, he's probably coming here. He's probably going to be in this 20, and I can set up before he's there. Um, I think a single-pin site, if you're not really familiar with an area, could be tough because you, mm-hmm. everything happens fast. Yeah. But I love it. I love the single-pin. There's not nothing else to mess with. I've got one focal point, and, and then I use a drop-away rest as well. And, and that is not to be understated, the single thing that you're concentrating on. Because me, I had a five-pin yeah. site, and I, it created target panic for me climbing because i don't come down i go up which probably people have different takes on that but as i'm getting on target i i go up so to get to that to go from 20 to 30 or 30 to 40 there was like it's crazy how your mind makes this wall and you're trying to get up to that next and, so, and i so had you're shot, talking on a like on a five on or a three five pin, yeah you have to move the opposite direction of what you think you would naturally move right okay. right and i just and i just i couldn't climb to that next pin and i had shot in my very first bow which was before this that second math or the first matthews i had no problem i had a four pin sight i could go wherever i wanted and then i put this new five pin on and i just couldn't navigate yeah and as soon as i put the one pin on gone cuz mm-hmm. you're just concentrating on one little bead and you're just putting it right where you need it. And and so both of you guys shoot one pin, single yeah. pin mm-hmm. sides. Yep. I, I shoot a five pin React Pro. Mm-hmm. And and that is you mentioned it, Mason. That's or maybe it was Wade. That's my fear is things happen so quickly. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like with my buck, you have I mean, I knew that range, but let's say that something changes and you know, all of a sudden he comes or he goes back up the hill, whatever it is. Do you have time to get that change? And in my mind, I feel like if I can take away one more variable mm-hmm. and not have to worry about it, that's just a win for me, and it puts the advantage in my my court. It's the mm-hmm. same thing with like scent control. I look at it as what can I take away as variables to just give me a better opportunity 
to take that deer. Slightly mm-hmm. better edge. Yep. yep, exactly. Yeah, there's definitely give and take with it. And, and like low light situations, you can't read that dial even, you know. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, there, it's definitely not foolproof like, oh, it's the best. I can't see yep. why you wouldn't go that way. But for me, I know my setups and I know where I'm at. And honestly, there's been times where I just, I got it on either the 20 or the 30 yard. And I just know if it happens fast, I'm making an adjustment. I know it's set for th- centered for 30. And like you said, you might have an edge there because that's, that's giving you a variable, some judgment. But uh, I the, the center, the single focal point, having all that room uh, to look through the site is what I really, you know, like about it. You know, it's the advantage that I see. Um, one thing I want to ask you guys is, you know, I mentioned I'm comfortable out to 40. What, as you guys as deer hunters, what are you comfortable out to? What do you choose to, to go out to? Uh, you know, how what's your range? You know, what do you guys do? So for me, I would have no problem with this bow shooting it out to 50 at a whitetail. Now, some guys only go out to 40. I 45, 50. I'm just so confident. There's no, like with this particular bow, you know how some of them you get that little loop? Like when you shoot yeah. it, there's a little oh, yeah. bit of an arc. This bow, it just sends it. I just mean, it, it is driver. just a, oh my goodness, it just, there is none of that, and that baby's just screaming. Yeah. And so, you're just focusing on one pin. I mean, so there's really not, I mean, obviously the target's further away, so it's it gets a little bit smaller with distance. But I, I mean, I can shoot in my target 50 yards, really no problem. Mm-hmm, because, sure. and I think because of that one pin sight. Now, if I've never had the opportunity to shoot at 50 at a deer, mm-hmm. so that may if I draw back on one and actually get back in the nerves get you all of a sudden. Yeah, right. Yeah. That may change. But to be able to be comfortable in practice right. to then be able to say, okay, I am comfortable at yep. 50 yards to go shoot that. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And so if you can shoot at 50 yards, target good, that should make everything in that much easier. Absolutely. Yep. Because I follow, I follow. I don't know if you guys follow Cameron Haynes or oh, anything yeah, like Cameron that. Oh, yeah, Cameron Yep. And he sh- goes out and he shoots like 150 yards. Wow. So, But his <laughs> thought process is, if I can hit that, yep. The 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 fifty sixty yards I'm shooting at elk, nothing feels like a chip. That's shot. That's nothing. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he pulls ninety pounds on his bow. Oh wow. Yeah. You guys jacked. Yeah. Well, Hoyt made it special for him. Yeah. He really? wanted a ninety pound and, bow. And and yes, shooting at 100, 120 yards, whatever that is, you still got to practice those closer increments. But that builds that confidence in that tool that you're yep. using, Absolutely. just like you mentioned. Yeah. So, you guys remember um, in. I know we had it in junior high. There's a basketball. It was like twice the size of a normal basketball. Mm, yeah. And yes. I, definitely not something that we incorporated into our program or anything, but it was fun to shoot with that at a basketball hoop because it was so tough to make it because you almost basically had to be perfect. But then to, to shoot that for 10 minutes and then go grab a normal basketball, one, it felt like you were holding on to one of those little you know, March Madness mm-hmm. balls now. But your accuracy, it's the same concept. I mean, you with a regular basketball, you have you know that much more room for yep. error. And I think it's the same thing with shooting a bow. Yeah. So, so Mason, what are you comfortable shooting out to? Um, I really haven't pushed. The farthest I've shot a deer at is 45, and I think that's anywhere from that 40 to 45. If they're outside there, I'm really not even um, considering it. And um, target practice, yeah, I've shot out 50, 60 comfortably. I used to um, shoot out to 80, kind of the similar thought process, just can I get out and touch it. Uh, but now it's just, hey, if I can't get them within 40 yards, then I need to improve my setup. I need to pr- improve my game plan uh, to get closer to them. Sure. What about you? 
like I mentioned earlier, probably 40, maybe 45. Um, that that site that I've got will go up to 50 um, easily. And you can change that to, you know, set your base pin. Um, I guess it goes out to 60. But because I use my first pin at 20 yards because I figure at 20 and in that that pin that there's not, not gonna enough. Change. Yeah, it's yep. not going to change. So I set my first pin at 20, 30, 40, 50. I guess that'd be 60 if my math's right. But um, I probably am comfortable. I mean, all day. Two of the deer I've shot have been at 30, 35. One of them's been at um, 15 yards. I've shot a doe maybe a little bit further at like 37, 38 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it was a good, clean, ethical shot. But, um, you know, I'm probably not comfortable going out to 50 yards today. And mm-hmm. I think you got to know your limitations. And I, I really don't want to wound a deer. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't. Um, it's a pretty sickening feeling. Yeah, you yep. just you want to take a clean, ethical shot. And if you can do that, even better. So, I mean, I know everybody's got their own comfortability with where they shoot um if i'm out at the farm or something yeah i'll back it up to i'll try and shoot 60 or 70 or mm-hmm. whatever it is i know that i know that the bow can do it mm-hmm. it's getting yourself comfortable with it and and like you mentioned that's that target gets so much smaller yep. like your pin all of a sudden is covering up the entire target of what you're shooting at so oh, yeah definitely but yeah um no thanks guys for for sharing with me you know your setups here and what you guys use and and i think we all can agree on though the main thing is you're comfortable with what you're shooting and uh, there's a lot of great bows out there whether it's Hoyt Matthews Prime whatever it is but uh, no it's just it's just great to hear some other hunters you know you guys have success and and hear what you're shooting and what you're getting it done with so uh, thanks for joining us here today absolutely sounds good we'll catch everybody next time yeah thanks guys see ya